Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where two friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. And I'm Albert, and that's right, it's welcome to Drinking Alone with Friend returns for yet another week. <laughs> Different friends, same podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody clamored for, you know, more Chris, less Tud, so we gave them what, what they wanted. Right, yeah. I feel like somebody wished on a genie. But like, you know, they didn't realize the repercussions that may end up, we ended up losing Todd. Right. Yeah. I mean, realistically, what happened was, uh, you know, we're recording this right after Game of Thrones premiered and us two can't spoil it for you. And we were really afraid Todd was going to come on and start talking about it for an hour and a half and basically, you know, talk about all the, the dragons and stuff. So we just wanted to make sure that he didn't ruin it for everybody. Well, we haven't seen it, but spoiler, now that I know there's dragons, Chris. Thanks a lot. Oh, darn no. it. <laughs> yeah, Ted watched it. We didn't. I'm assuming by Thursday, most people, you know, will have seen it. But uh, That is true. We haven't that is yet. true. So we just quarantined him off the pod. We didn't let him on this Exactly. Week. Yeah. Yeah. We just, we kept booting him from the Skype call. He got mad. It was, it was this whole thing. <laughs> Fine. Do the podcast without me and see how good it comes out. Okay. Well, we'll take that challenge, Ted. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> For a second there, I thought he was on the podcast. That was a pretty good uh, oh, spot thanks. on Tud impression. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, oh, but I mean, it's been a while since uh, Obert and I have been on a on a podcast together. So what's been up with you? Uh, not much. I know. Well, you you were missing last week due to your maybe fight, maybe falling down the stairs. We never really resolved that one on the podcast. But uh <laughs> <laughs> you had to take yeah, a week that's... off you sound you sound like you didn't get p- punched in the voice box so that's good news. N- no 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 that was uh that was one of the fan theories that was incorrect but uh no my uh, we had visitors in town my dad came down and i spent sunday with him most of the day all the day so i know everybody was uh was very bummed to not hear my well they kind of heard my voice the interview they did hear the really... interview the yeah. interview was fun. That was a lot of fun. Gotten some good feedback on that. And uh, yeah, just spent the day with him, went to the NASCAR Hall of Fame because we like NASCAR. And of course, Jeff Gordon got inducted this year. So had to go see the Jeff Gordon exhibit, which is pretty cool. Nice. Did you kiss the 24 statue, which I assume there is? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the bronze no. Jeff Gordon you kiss on the lips traditionally. <laughs> That's what people no, do at it's... Hall of Fames, right? At sports Hall yeah. of Fames. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's how it is. But this one is not quite it does it's not like a bust or anything. It's like basic the best I can think of is it's a like telephone booth of sorts with like a little screen on it and it just continually loops a video about the driver's career. So you like pick up the telephone and like listen to four or five minutes of them talking about Jeff Gordon or Dale Earnhardt or whoever and and then you move on to the next person. There but there's so many, like you could spend hours upon hours in there listening to all these driver stories and so much memorabilia it's crazy that sounds like it's, a ni- very 1985 way to do a hall of fame if you ask me like <laughs> i think i think the, the nascar hall of fame needs to join the 21st century yeah just have like holograms of all these drivers and they yeah. like tell you about their story or i don't know you put on your VR headset and you're in the car <laughs> next to them as they're driving around telling you all about their great career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. That's a good idea. Yeah. Hashtag NASCAR Hall of Fame. Let's get on this. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, glad that you and your dad had a good time though. Um, yeah, like it was, it was, a, nice it was a lot of fun. He, had, he got a lot of CJ time, which was obviously the important thing. So, um, you know, just run around, went to the zoo, all that fun stuff. So. Very cool. Yeah. Well, we missed you on the podcast. We're happy to have you this week. Uh, Sorry that the genie made us trade Tud for you. But yet again, here we are. (laughs) I know. One of these one of these weeks, we'll be all be back on the same podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think Um, we're still dealing with the aftershocks of of the move and your move. But, uh, you know, we're once we get it all dialed in, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming folks. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Apparently, Tud uh decided to try and get internet from i don't know basically like larry's cable internet or something where he just <laughs> he just sits outside your house in a van and you have to link that van's wi-fi <laughs> <laughs> apparently that's what's 
his is because he's been having some issues. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Drinking Alone with Friend, a podcast where we make fun of Todd's internet. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, it's a podcast within a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's get down to it. I uh, I have um, a beer this week. Ooh. Yeah. I like those. Beers are good. Those are our bread and butter here at the podcast. Ooh, I like, you know what? Sorry to switch it again, but I see you got a Southern Grist t-shirt on. That's that's a new one. Yeah, yeah. I got a, you know, I, I have three Fox Farm t-shirts and one Southern Grist t-shirt. So that's basically most of my wardrobe. So it's yeah. just beer shirts. It's beer yeah. shirts. And then I have a Pokemon shirt for, you know, lounging around the house. Yeah, that's your casual shirt. Where yeah, you're not right. going out to breweries. <laughs> that's casual yeah. Fridays. I wear that one to work. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so I have a return of the um, beer box that I talked about a few weeks ago. Oh, nice. My Beer of the Month Club. They shipped me a couple beers from Boulder Beer Company this week. I assume and, in Colorado. Yeah, they're from Colorado. And this week I have for the podcast a Spaceman Double IPA. Nice. But yeah, we were all having fun on the text thread last night drinking beers and green cans. So this is I had to bring a green can beer to the pod. This is a double IPA. What do you want to hear first? Do you want to hear me try this beer or do you want to hear about the brewery? Uh, let's do the beer first and then we'll do the brewery. Okay, here we go. Um, this is Boulder Beer Company Spaceman Double IPA. Yeah, and folks, it hit up the Instagram. You'll see some of those green cans that we were talking about. And this is a pretty pretty neat looking can. Looks like it's the uh, Aurora Borealis over mountains with like a black hole in the middle. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Um, very cool. Okay, so I'm not, this is not news to the podcast unless you're a new listener, but I'm not crazy about double IPAs. This kind of continues in that trend. I get a lot of the, um, sometimes it's, I get like a sour bitterness note with double IPAs. This kind of continues that trend. Um, this is hopped with, Simcoe, Mosaic, Amarillo, and Centennial. So nothing too crazy in the hop world here, but I get some fruity flavors, maybe orangey, which we talked about last couple weeks. I'm not a huge fan of orange flavors in my beer. Um, right. Yeah. A la Blue Moon. A la Blue Moon. Yeah. Definitely some tropical notes as well. It's not hazy at all, filtered beer. You know, I'm not I'm not too crazy about this one. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, I definitely had some, I don't know, IPA, uh, double IPAs are all over the place. Sometimes I get them and they're like really, really sweet. And I don't know why uh, with not a lot of bitterness or they or they're so sweet that it hides the bitterness. But then some I get are like crazy bitter. And I enjoy those more so than the sweeter ones. So I don't know. It's really weird. I don't know. I'll have to, well, we should do like a deep dive on different types of double IPAs. I don't know if there is one, but or if it's just yeah, I feel like it's such a generic term, right? right? Yeah, that you could really go in and and subdivide double IPAs a little further. But yeah, the Spaceman double IPA I think weighs in at just a three and a half for me. Um, okay, not the worst, drinkable for sure. This is a nine percent ABV, eighty five IBUs. But um, you know, I think if you're a fan of double IPAs, check it out. Um, Boulder Beer Company actually is the first microbrewery in Colorado, believe it or not. They, not. well, you're wrong. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, they started in 1979. Oh, holy crap. Yeah, they were the 43rd brewery in the country. I was going to say, I don't know many breweries older than that. Yeah. Because apparently there aren't many. <laughs> no. No, they had, it sounds like reading about their story, they had some, you know, growth and then they i think they closed their doors for a couple of years but then they came back triumphant return now they're a mainstay out of boulder for our colorado listeners i'd like to hear if they've been there what what uh what they're all about but from what i can tell based on the the cool art on the can and the funny sayings on on here it seems like it's a cool place uh, they talk. They say about this beer, it's a real vortex of bold hops and citrusy, fruity notes. The pull of this well-balanced double IPA is inescapable. All systems go, alluding again to that black hole on the can. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, doesn't sound like it was terrible. I mean, three and a half isn't too bad, but you know, of course, the beer of the month club. So is this was this a new box or is this the this original? This is a new box. box. Okay. This is okay. My second box. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I have the Spaceman 
and the Due East, also from Boulder, um, which I don't think I'll bring to the podcast, but I also, it's a New England IPA, not the finest New England IPA I've had before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Hey, whoa. Oh. oh, hey, pause the recording. <laughs> we have Tud. Yeah, don't wait. Don't pause the recording. No, we I know. Can't, yeah. Tud's, we can't keep Tud's this down. Tud made it. So, so okay. Tud is going to uh, set up. And a... we've warned you once, Tud, if you give us any spoilers, we're booting you again. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you if you try to do anything and tell us about Game of Thrones, we are going to we're going to kick you straight off the podcast. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that before, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is exciting. All right. Cool. The full right. compliment. Yeah. Oh, man. So, Ober so, just did his beer review. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. It was a Spaceman AAPA. It was a three and a half. The listeners already heard all about it. But, right. Uh, yeah. They love hearing yeah. it again. I think that's. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's what they, they clamor for is, you know, repeating ourselves. But yeah. Todd, I'll, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you sink into things. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start drinking my beer though. So okay. All right. So I'm drinking uh, something I got from hashtag friend of the pod L uh, down in Philadelphia. It's my first ever other half beer, which I'm pretty excited about. So let's crack this bad boy. Oh yeah. So I'm drinking cabbage, which is a double dry hopped imperial IPA. Oh, that sounds tasty. Yes. Is that from, you said that's from Other Half, right? Correct, yes. Does that mean Dana brewed it? Ah, <laughs> dumpsh. So I think Other Half, well, they're, they're out, of, out of like Queens, right? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, right like, city, wrong borough. Yep, that's right. I, I mean, I knew I knew the city it was in. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just poured it. It's kind of pretty hazy, uh, if you can see that. Ooh, that uh, looks like a tasty beer. Yeah, so I'm not gonna lie, the can is a little old. Um, it's six months old, so it's a little older. Well, that's not bad. Other not, half's a really good brewery, so that beer should hold up. Not terrible. No, I'm just gonna dive right in. I'm gonna get into this. So, uh, so just for people out there, other half is up there in the beer world. It's considered up there with Treehouse, Trillium, and like the really top breweries in the in the world. It's always ranked right in that mix with them. Oh really? I haven't heard of them before. Yeah, they do a lot of weird. Uh, their their beers are really weird named. Like they have like uh, broccoli cheddar and uh, cabbage, cabbage. And <laughs> just you know, all green everything is one of like their go to like beers. It tastes a lot like Treehouse Green. It's just that galaxy. Okay, uh, is it like beer. a pun on like make making sure? Like you're having all your vegetables, like you can tell your other half, like, oh no, I had some cabbage earlier today, so I've I've already had all of my vegetables. It might be. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. never been there, so That's I'd love cool. to go one day. Nice. So I'm drinking this right now, and it's pretty good. Um, uh, I was a little worried about the it being old, but I don't think it affected it at all. I will say it's a little, and this is no fault of the beer. This is the fault of Tud's internet, but. <laughs> it's a little warmer than I would generally drink my IPAs, um, but it is what it is. Uh, I get a lot of different like citrus flavors out of here. It's it's very very complex in that way. Let me see. Is there a lot of citra hops in there? I mean, surprisingly, no. <laughs> it's Simcoe, Mosaic, Vic Secret, and Matuka hops. And That's an interesting combination. It is, yeah. So I don't get a ton of. Uh, I mean, I do get some citrus, but it's not like your stereotypical citra hop flavor. Um, you get, let me see if I can, let me see if I can pinpoint something to hold on to. Like tangerine like s- jumps out at me right now. Okay. Yeah, what's your flavor wheel say? Listen, this isn't Flaviar. Yeah. How's that roasted toasted banana? <laughs> roasted toasted banana. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I get a decent amount of, that's the only thing that's coming to, coming to mind is like a, like a nice tangerine. Maybe that's a tad. I don't think we've described any beers on the podcast as tangerine flavored before. So that's isn't cool. That, isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean, maybe a little bit of like a orange juicy aftertaste, but then it cuts right into a decent amount of bitters on the end. So uh, it's a solid beer. I mean, very solid. I wish it was a little colder, but again, that's no fault of the beer. That's fault of my fr- my refrigeration style. And um, I think I'm going to give this a... I'll give it. I'll give it a four. I'm gonna give it a four. Okay, nice. that's pretty good. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Um, again, I keep seeing Vic Secret in these beers. We're gonna have to. 
We're going to have to do a deep dive into Vic's Secret one of these I days. Think I think they deserve a hoppy hour for sure. Yeah, because I don't know anything about them, except for yeah. it's kind of a cool name. Like, and I, I was know like they're a, Australian. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's probably, true. Yeah, I was going to say it's got to be Australian, right? With a name like Vic's Secret. I, I, I assume that's like the Australian James Bond. No, Vic's. I don't get it. Is it. Are you saying because it's short for Victoria or something? Why is that an Australian name, Ted? I just, I just always thought of it as an Australian name. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he sees anybody from Australia be like, Vic? Oh, Vic? hey, Vic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but that's me uh, today drinking this uh, other half. I'm going to have to snap a picture for the Instagram. So, Todd, are you, uh, are you prepared mentally and physically to drink something right now? Yeah, so I'm ready to drink. Um, so I am drinking whiskey B out of my Flaviar kit today. Nice. And uh, as per usual, I don't know the the name of the whiskey until I look at the back of the card. So, I think if if we're gonna keep doing this Flaviar thing, we should come up with a name for the segment of like Tud's Mystery Whiskey Hour. Ooh, I got it. Okay, never mind. Moving on. Welcome back to Tud's <laughs> Mystery Whiskey Hour. <laughs> uh. So this one, this flavor wheel says that I'm going to taste malted barley, rye, some pepper, caramel, honey, citrus zest, a little bit of spiciness. It's going to be kind of dry, and I'm going to get spicy fruit. Now, what's the pictogram for dry? Is that just a desert? Dry is literally a circle, and it says dry in the middle. That's kind of boring. Yeah, they could have done better. Yeah. So let's let's take a sip. The ice cubes melted a little bit, obviously, because of all my issues. Yeah. That was one. That's two. Yeah, that's that's really good. He's not even savoring it, so you know he's he went right to savor. That's how good oh, it was. Oh, okay, all right. No, just straight. Okay, there's the. Savor. He didn't need any adjustment. He went right <laughs> to savor. <laughs> so, so I definitely get a lot of the honey flavor. Um, you know that honey kind of blends with the caramel flavor, so it's just it's more. It comes across more sweet, which I'm just going to chalk up to the honey. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely a rye whiskey, hence the the rye flavor that you're supposed to get. I don't get any pepper. I don't get any citrus zest, but it is very dry, and it's got a little bit of spice to it. This is this is pretty good. Um, Are you a rye fan in general? I always like to say no, but every time I say a whiskey is pretty good, it turns out to be a rye. To so I guess rye. I kind of am. I guess I kind of <laughs> am a rye fan. What rye about like a rye IPA? Rye IPAs are good. Okay, see, maybe you like rye then. I think you I like, like. Well, I like rye bread. Like rye. Okay. okay, I like rye bread. So we're good. <laughs> You like you, you're like hipster like, about rye. Like you like yeah, rye right. secretly, but you want to say you want to conform, so you don't want to. Like I mean, rye. my firstborn child of either gender is going to be named rye, but I wouldn't say I like rye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just a um, quick question: Is rye a boy's name or a girl's name? I, th- I think it could be either, right? Because if I mean, if you're a teacher and you see on your attendance sheet rye Tadiska. Are you expecting to a girl or a boy to raise their hand when you call them? I name? think you would expect a girl because if you were going to name a kid Rye and it was a boy, wouldn't you just name him Ryan? Yeah, that was my that was my thought too. I thought it was like short for something like Ryan yeah. or Ryan. Or but I think Deanna. it was yeah. I think it was straight up <laughs> Rye. I think I I think I also would think it's a it's a girl. Okay, sorry, Todd. <laughs> no, <laughs> go on. No problem. Um, <laughs> you know, Rye whiskeys in my experience tend to always be a little bit sweeter they make really good whiskeys um for old fashions because they they blend really well with the sweetness of the bitters and the the sugar that you're throwing in there so it's always a really good mixing whiskey maker's mark is probably the most widely available rye whiskey that people have probably had um yeah but this is pretty good i'd probably give this a 375 so let's let's do a a reveal of what it is it's drum roll please it's rye whiskey by Few. F-E-W? Few is, F-E-W is the name of the, the distillery. Let's, let's find out a little bit more about Few. Oh, the Federated European Workers that make the... Whiskey makers. Whiskey. Yeah. Federated, extremely good whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so Few Spirits is out of, is out of uh, Evermore, Illinois. Interesting. They've got... They, they do a... A wide variety of different spirits. Uh, you know, they have got their bourbon wine, they've got their gin and rye whiskey. So the, they do three three different types. Uh, they have a few different gin flavors. They have a barrel gin, a breakfast gin, an American gin, and a bourbon whiskey, a stone, a single malt whiskey, and a rye whiskey. I'm not gonna lie, I'm really intrigued what a breakfast uh, gin tastes like. Yeah, yeah I, I was thinking too. the that same thing. That sounds so interesting. 
They've not, got that I, not that I'm trying to start drinking at 8 a.m. or anything, but tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, let me let me click on. Let me learn a little bit more. It's got a picture of a coffee uh, mug on it. So it's the slogan is it's 10 a.m. somewhere, and few breakfast gin is here to go with your pancakes. What? And then That's it so says weird. nothing, nothing else. Hmm. So we didn't play. We played this game last time, Ted. But what would you pay for a bottle of this rye? And what do you think it costs? This I'd probably pay. A, I'd probably pay forty or fifty bucks for this. This is good. Okay. Wow. I mean, I'm not. I'm obviously not much of a hard alcohol drinker, as you can tell by the podcast. But like, you, you gave it a three seven five, and you'd pay fifty bucks for a bottle of that. It's pretty. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I've never had like. I, I don't know if I've ever had a five star whiskey. So three seven five is pretty up there for me in in the whiskey realm. Yeah. And maybe I'm just more over level hard grading with whiskey because I'm expecting it to be something spectacular and it's just it's always whiskey. But it's really good. I I mean I think this is probably this would probably be a really good bottle for mixing an old fashioned or a Manhattan or something with it. This is yeah, I'd probably pay forty, fifty bucks. Do we know the price on it, Obert? Yeah. I have it right here. I see it available for fifty dollars. I see it available for forty five um the fifty seven so yeah, right around the, the the price that you're talking about okay I mean, and that's pretty you know Chris, I know that you were shocked about spending that much money on a bottle of whiskey, but that's that's pretty average for a bottle of whiskey is somewhere in the forty to fifty dollar range yeah, huh. it also says here it was named the twenty thirteen craft whiskey of the year oh wow. So that's got wow. it's got that going for it. There you go. So maybe this is more of like closer to like a five star whiskey than than I'm probably giving it credit for. But yeah, I'd buy. I mean, if I saw this at Total Wine the next time I was there, I'd probably buy it. Very cool. Yeah, very nice. So I don't know what you guys talked about while I was incapacitated earlier, but did you guys see the definitely return? not Game of Thrones, but um, the return? Are you talking about golf related? I, well, yes. <laughs> yes, I did see the return. The return of El Tigre? Yeah. Tiger's yeah. back, baby. Tiger is back, people. Uh, Tiger won the Masters with 13 under. Yeah, I saw that. And t- to win his fifth uh, green jacket, and when he went 15 years or 16 years between Masters wins and 11 years between major wins. It's a huge accomplishment for that guy to come back from all the injuries that he's had. You know, he had the multiple back, he had four back surgeries in four years. He had a knee issue. He had a pill issue good for him to be able to come back and share that experience with now his you know, older kids because the last time he won he had just had his daughter and she was like an infant so he's like the chris adamowitz of golf <laughs> all of the injuries yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but i've triumphantly returned to work no i i actually so we were out and about today and when i i was like checking the scores regularly and at one point it was like he was three strokes down with eight holes left in his round. And I was like, or no, seven holes left, I think maybe anyways. And I was like, oh man, I thought he was really going to make a run for it. And then we walk into this, like this, uh, tap house and all the TVs are like, tiger wins fifth masters. I'm like, what happened? What just happened? <laughs> yeah. So, That's so as a, as a watcher of it, allow me to tell you that Francisco Molinari, the Italian who was winning, basically he imploded on the 12th and 13th holes. And got uh, back-to-back bogeys, and that allowed Tiger to to hop up and grab it. Oh, that'll do it then. Mm. Now, hang on. I don't know. I I learned one thing from watching enough NFL commercials, but I think without the express written consent of PGA, we can't describe the events of the Masters from today. (laughs) So, (laughs) but I will say this. I don't know if- I'm not describing it. (laughs) I don't know if Tiger Woods is a listener, but if he is, if you're out there, Tiger- Congrats. Uh, we want to wish you from the three of us on the podcast. Good job today. Absolutely. Yeah, I assume yeah. he is a listener. Right. Yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, who 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 is not a listener? Yeah, email yeah. in tiger, D-A-W-F <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. Tiger.woods at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah, big news from the sporting world. Yeah. This question came to me out of the blue the other day, and I like I know how we like to do no stupid questions sometimes on this podcast, so I wanted to get your opinion on it on this. Sure. So you can have a shirt, but you can't have a pant, right? You can only have a pair of pants. Follow me? Correct. Can you have a pajama? Can you say, please hand me that pajama? (laughs) Or (laughs) I'm looking for a pajama at the store today. 
No, I think no. it's you know you have to say pajamas kind of like pants. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. I think it's now. Here's here's one thing. But you can have a pajama shirt. Uh, I was about to get into this. Like and I have, I have pajama pants. You know. Okay. Like, so let me ask you this: How? What is a pair of pajamas? You get a yeah, shirt. I'm thinking like a, I'm thinking like a, a onesie. Sh- no, a pair of pajamas. You get the pajama shirt and pajama pants. Right. So that's two items. Right. So if you only had one of that, this that would be a pajama. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, hold up. We're gonna need to break out of Venn diagram. <laughs> I think or I can see. I can see both. I think I blew both of your brains wide open on this one. <laughs> I, listen, I get, I get where you're you're coming from, but at the same time, if you walked around and said, "I need a pajama," people are gonna look at you like, "Why are you naked?" At walking around? <laughs> well, not only that, but they're gonna like wonder, like, "What's wrong with you? Why are you saying pajama versus pajamas?" I need a pajamas though. Doesn't sound right. <laughs> but like, but like. Pa- Pajamagram is not plural. What is that? What's pajamagram? It's kind of like kind of like uh, MeUndies, where they send you pajamas in the mail. <laughs> okay. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, it's not like pajamas gram, but <laughs> not pajamas grams. The Wikipedia article as is called pajamas. And that's that's where we that's where we decide to that's just the deciding line. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like so. Pajamas. I wonder why it's plural. Why are pajamas? <laughs> Because you can't say pajamas pants. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's actually the number. If you type in why are pajamas, it's the number one search option that comes up on Google. Why, why are, are pajamas, pajamas plural? plural? Mm, yeah. Here we go. Hmm. I don't know. This is un- it's unsolvable. <laughs> I think we should start something here on the podcast, though. I think we should tell all of our listeners to just start saying use pajama in the singular wherever you can. And we'll start a movement. So here's right. the thing. So pajamas historically were always a a one piece clothing back in back in the day back in like England when like the word was invented this is this is what I just read so so they called them pajamas because they have the two the two leg holes kind of like pants and trousers and shorts and all that so it just stayed as pajamas throughout time because it used to just be like the onesie now in today's day and age we wear shorts and t-shirts and call them pajamas Right, because there is a singular nightgown from ye olden days, right? Right. That's only but one that, thing. That's like a dress, a night dress. Correct, but men always wore pajamas. You know the thing with the little butt flap in the back? Uh, yeah, a onesie. I'm familiar. Are you? The one, a onesie <laughs> singular, though. It even has one in the name. <laughs> oh, man. So anyways... <laughs> Did you guys see the other thing? We should, I feel like we should talk about this, too. That the first ever black hole was... It's, it's not photographed. It's There was an image taken of the, the first ever black hole. Well, the first ever image of a black hole. We don't know if it was the yes. first black hole. Right. So the not first ever image of a black hole. But I can already see the listeners re- emailing in. So I want to well, cut this is them off. This is why I didn't want to say picture either, because I, I know a few of our listeners would come back and say, well, Technically, it really wasn't a picture. Right. Right. So... Did you guys see that there was the fir- first ever image of a black hole? No, that's news to me, Todd. No, I'm kidding. Yes, I did. I did see that, Todd. Um, big scientific discovery. Um, and that's, we can pretend that's why I chose my beer. I don't know. There you go. Todd didn't see it. He was still um, in Game of Thrones Bandland. But uh, <laughs> my, my beer can has a black hole on it. I thought I'd bring up the news then. But uh, Oh, there you go. I assume that most of our listeners have... I've already seen the the yellowish, orangish, blurry picture of a black hole. Yeah, I'm I'm judging by Chris's silence. He has not seen it, and he is actively googling it. Wait, how did? Okay, I don't know how t- Chris missed that news. I think it's um, I think he might have been off the internet that day. But um, okay, so I I was just googling it. I saw it, but I didn't click on any articles. But I didn't have to. It's all right here. It's like the yeah, same, the same <laughs> picture, a picture that I've, I've yeah. seen. Yeah. It looks Did you guys know that black holes were just like purely theoretical? We didn't have proof that one existed until this picture. Right. It's it's just really cool for like physics and astronomy that in the theory of relativity relativity, I guess, that, that these things actually exist out there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Einstein's still right all these years later. Definitely on my top five worst ways to die list is getting sucked into a black hole. See, I think I'd want to do it. I think that's like my number one way I'd want to die. Really? Yeah, because you know what? 
what if you don't die on the other side? What if it's what if it's a portal to another black hole? <laughs> well, you know, if you were to die, you'd go through a process called spaghettification, where as you get closer and closer to the black hole, the gravity will start to pull part of your body more than the other part of your body. And also time dilates and time slows down. So your body will get stretched out more and more and more as time is slowing down. So you have an infinitely long excruciation process of your body being stretched apart molecule by molecule. But if you think that's cool, go for it. <laughs> I mean, that's all in theory, though. I mean, we didn't even know they really existed until the right. other day. Like, we don't know that'll happen. Like, <laughs> for all we know, for all we know, that's how people, that's how the advanced alien races, you know, shoot around the galaxy it, through it's black advanced holes. alien races propaganda they don't want us using the, the black hole tunnel system right they're like portals they have to go from one side of the universe to the other yeah i'm not making this up i think in the show notes we're going to put a link to wikipedia.org <laughs> slash wiki splash slash spaghettification which is a real thing and really happens no. in black yeah holes. but here's the thing how do they know because up until this week they didn't even know one existed for well, for sure they know because of how the gra- how gravity works. They know how gravity works. Even though we didn't have a, even though we didn't have a picture, we knew the how the the theory of black holes worked. Yeah, it's like Santa Claus or the Loch Ness monster. Exactly, you got it. Well, we do have pictures of the Loch Ness monster. That is true. Just actually, all locked up in Area Fifty One. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, you wouldn't be like you wouldn't be curious that in the off chance that that didn't happen, you wouldn't end up somewhere else in the gal or the, in the the universe. No, even light can't survive. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna entertain this theory anymore because you are definitely one hundred percent dead as soon as you as soon as you cross the cross that event horizon. It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like it would be excruciatingly painful and long, so I don't know if I would die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think time slows down, I right? I mean as you get closer. There was a Nickelodeon show a long time ago where they got sucked into a black hole and came out somewhere else, but I'm not sure on. Huh? Well I feel, I just vaguely remember like- that, so and I feel like as Obert was explaining that, like, isn't that what happened to Matthew McConaughey and like Interstellar, where like time slowed down when he was traveling, and you know the his the histor the historical biopic Interstellar. It was a really good movie. <laughs> that is what happened to Interstellar, but I've already said I'm not entertaining this theory anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right, because because you know what the key word there is it's just a theory. So so I've got a a stupid question for you guys. Okay, all right, Obert, you're not allowed to answer it because. You just make no so you just have a stupid question fun. for Chris. Stupid question while I for get me. To sit here, <laughs> right. quietly stewing. Cor- Do you think black correct. holes are tunnels? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think that there's no vanilla flavored chewing gum? Oh, I want to answer this one. That sounds like a good one. This isn't like an obvious answer one. I mean, there's. N- I don't have. Now, keep in mind, I don't have the answer. This is just a. This is a question. Right. Why is there no vanilla flavor? Oh, chewing? I thought I thought you were Mr. Wrigley himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, because it would be gross. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think that's the obvious answer. Yeah, sorry, right? I hate to take because they've they've probably tried a bunch of different flavors, but the only ones that really stick are like mint and cinnamon. Is that a pun on gum? What? No. Oh, you said the only one that really stick. Oh, it's, oh, yeah. yes, I was very clever about that. <laughs> hundred uh, percent intentionally. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I wouldn't want to eat a vanilla bean flavored chewing gum. I mean, if it tasted like van- like if it tasted like vanilla, like I like vanilla flavored items. Yeah, but they, they don't have chocolate gum, right? Either, and, and right. that would be my go-to if there were. <laughs> I would rather eat a chocolate if, gum than a, if such a thing existed than a vanilla gum. Yeah, if you could invent a gum flavor and leave your breath smelling like something what would you pick it's mm. a better that's a better question than why is there no vanilla flavored gum yeah but i i'm glad we got there <laughs> <laughs> we didn't start there but we, we got there rome wasn't built in a day um you know i i'm just thinking from like a flavor aspect but i really enjoy like a you know waffle and syrup or something along those lines like a pancake breakfast kind Ooh, of i think you got it chewing gum and i think Got to say on the podcast for the like audience that, the that Chris loves can- Yankee Candles, so he knows what what smells good. <laughs> Chris has got like a whole catalog of aromas in his brain. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I think I'd rather go with like, and I, I'm sure this exists. 
like a tangerine flavored gum. I mean, my breath smelling like tangerines everywhere I went is, you know, that's pleasant to the people around me too. Yeah, you got to get Tropical Twist from uh, Trident because that is, that's like my favorite. Mini handle. It's a mini handle right there. Tropical Twist by Trident. I, I won't say it tastes like, like tangerine, but it's my. Does it leave your breath smelling like tangerine though? Is really the question. I don't know. It smells like, like citrus. Like I want my gum to taste and leave my breath smelling like I just like peeled the skin off of a halo and ate it. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. I think waffles though would be another good one. You're like, oh man, somebody's cooking waffles. Like, oh no, it's just Chris walked into the room and <laughs> exhaled a little too close to my mouth. I mean, at the same time, wouldn't you want bacon then too? Mm, I'd be a little bit, bacon's a little too much like, maybe I'm just smelling Chris right now. <laughs> maybe Chris just has a bacon mouth. <laughs> Chris just constantly smells just like bacon. constantly yeah. bacon smelling. It's not a bad, not a bad thing. Yeah. Then, I think I think I, I'm sticking with my ex here. I think I think a like Ober was saying. I think a waffle or a pancake breakfast or something along those lines. That's my answer. Yeah, my first thought was like, oh well, what do people like to smell? But I'm like, people would be really perturbed if your breath just smelled like lavender, <laughs> right? And it wouldn't taste good, you know? Right. I mean, I assume that's right. true. Because like, I never eaten I, my, lavender. My, but you mentioned my mind went to lavender first too. It's like, like a universal good smell. Yeah. 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 I mean, like. You know, my favorite Yankee candle that since you mentioned it is um, is fluffy towels. I wouldn't want to eat fluffy towels, though. Yeah. Or have your breath smell like fluffy towels. Right. right. So Chris's breath smells like Tide at all times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he just eats Tide Pods. He's, yeah, so no. he's just fresh from the yeah, he just left the, the Tide Pod challenge. Yeah, I don't think we can say that anymore. <laughs> Is someone's going to eat a Tide Pod because of us? They're going to be like, I thought we were through with this. Yeah, <gasps> we restarted inadvertently restarted the meme. Yeah, so it's I think it's about that time that we, uh, you know, now we have to blow the dust off of the three mug handle after last week and <laughs> raised our our three. Are you laughing at the idea of one mug attached, one handle attached to three mugs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah me too <laughs> we, we have to raise our three handled mug after we blow off the dust and wash it and do all that type of stuff and share with with the world well the dust just some... adds more flavor Todd mm. it's true yeah. <laughs> well you still gotta share those tips tricks and automobiles life hacks that we always that we always share and tips, I'm tricks, gonna and choose bears, oh my. I'm gonna choose Obert to go first oh okay thrown out there I sent a video to you guys of my handle this week because I just bought a uh product off of amazon now this isn't an amazon handle which a lot of ours end up being amazon. <laughs> i just bought a product off of the internet um i bought these led strip lights that can be they're multicolored, so they have like a red blue and green diode so you can make them any color of the color wheel oh nice and yeah can you make it fuchsia you can i will show you later i unfortunately my webcam is not positioned where i can show you my fuchsia lights but um yeah, I bought these. It was 35 bucks for something like 40 feet or 30 feet of LED strip lights. They're a pretty good deal. Comes with a little remote. Um you don't have to buy the ones I bought specifically. There's there are like there's a million different ones out there that all do the same thing. But for how cheap they are and how cool they are, I think if you have like a home improvement project, like you have a home bar or if you just want to look look for some cool accent lighting. I know people put them behind their computer monitors or TVs. Um, I LED, LED lights strip behind lights. my TV. Oh no way! Yeah, cool. So this is you can you can firmly grasp my handle with me, Todd. This week, yeah. Um, I, do you have the I, mine just white? Co- okay, just white. Yeah, mine don't change color. Okay. They were like four dollars on Amazon. They yeah, one of the coolest things I've ever installed on my TV. Yeah, they're cheap. I, in fact, I think che- it might be the only thing I've ever installed on a TV. And they're cheap to run. Like the electricity is basically free. I think I did the math. I could plug these in and have them on twenty four seven, three sixty five, and it would cost me. Like like teens of dollars a year. <laughs> so um, LED strip lights. I'll put a link in the show notes to the specific ones I bought. But, um, you know, don't think this is just an Amazon ad, folks. <laughs> oh, um, Make sure you click on our Amazon link. That way we get money from it. No, we don't. We got to start that. Yeah, though. we don't have one, but we I, should. We should have we one. We should get an affiliate link. And I try to look into what you need, what you need to do to get one. Um, but we should really do that because I'm hoping that at least some people are enjoying our Amazon reviewed, uh, which is kind of what our handles turned into. <laughs> but um, us putting over we have Amazon. good stuff. 
Yeah. Things that you don't need, but you should buy on Amazon. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, when we do get an affiliate link, we'll let our, we'll let our avid doff doffers. Do we have a name for our fans? I think, I think hashtag friends of the pod, right? Okay. Is that too long? Yeah, our friends. Yeah. The pod. Our friends. Yeah. It's also not, not really unique to our podcast. It's not. I mean, if you type in hashtag friend of the pod, I don't think you're going to necessarily only going to get doff friends. Hmm. <laughs> just, just the people who listen to our podcast. Yeah. Let's see. We're the only pod that you could be a friend of. So hashtag friends of the pod on Instagram only has 632 posts. That's not that bad. Oh, so we can take over so that hashtag. Take, okay. Yeah. It's our it's, hashtag. It's the new untapped. Let's get on this. <laughs> hashtag friends of the pod. Oh, someone oh. does have a friend of the pod t-shirt though. So we might have to look into this. You can sue them. Copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's Retroactively it. get the copyright. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so Chris, what are you bringing in your, what are you filling up the mug this week with? So this week, I want to tell you guys about a park that I recently came across, stumbled across, thanks to Dana. She sent me this link. Uh, oh, you didn't like literally like walk walking down the road, stumble across this park? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, uh, okay. it's in Utah, so I haven't been there, but it seems pretty cool. It's called Evermore Park. Uh, it's in Utah, and basically what it is best way to put it is it's basically a video game that you can like walk through and there's a bunch of people um role playing so you can get like quests and there's like current uh not current but there's like quests that they give you and you have to complete the quests and you can go fight like you know fight bad guys and it seems like a lot of fun um I, as i was looking at their website they're currently closed for the season <laughs> so is it like it's like a larping park then sort of yeah i mean that's that's the best way to put it but instead of you know coming up with your own thing there's like an actual story and you know you know there's quest givers and you have to go find things and it it just seemed like it was pretty cool as someone who plays a lot of rpgs and has played a lot of rpgs it sounded like something that i would really it definitely sounds like enjoy a, a going Chris to thing for sure yeah yeah it's only yeah. a ten and a half hour drive from me so that's not no, bad. I could, That's not bad at all. Yeah. It's probably forever from me. Um, yeah, because I was I was thinking, I was like, maybe after Great American Beer Fest, maybe we can all converge on Evermore and two doff takes Evermore. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that sounds it, like it a really seemed, cool park. Um, yeah, it seemed pretty cool. Unfortunately, I haven't been there, of course, but it uh, just seemed like it was neat. So if you're in Utah or going to Utah, I or just like RPGs and I've been looking for an excuse to go to Utah. <laughs> right. Which I assume right. everybody has. Yeah. Yeah. That you can. So it's only a 30 hour drive from me. So it's not that bad. It looks like you can uh, you can buy armor from there too. Like an armor set. Yeah. I'm sure there's. I'm sure that you can buy a bunch. Uh, but It's funny because when we started the podcast, Chris was like, oh, I have a park in Utah to recommend. I was like, oh, is it like Arches or Moab or Bryce Canyon? <laughs> <laughs> he's like no evermore park <laughs> oh not that kind of park i get it now it's funny yeah no definitely definitely not the same kind of park but it's it seemed pretty cool so if you're near it check it out if you've been there let us know how it is because it seems seems my kind of my kind of place that and, is uh, really neat yeah check it out but uh tud glad you were able to make it after all that time yeah what's what's your handle today so my handle shit Everybody does it, folks. <laughs> no, so my handle is going to be it, it's something called a tub shroom. Have you ever heard of? Have you guys heard I've of these seen things? This, this was yes, I start on um, Shark Tank, one. right? I, th I think so. So what this is is it's a it's a thing that goes in the drain of your tub, and it catches all the hair and everything, so that way your 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 drain doesn't get clogged up with hair and that type of stuff. It they're like thirteen dollars. We bought one for our tub because. Caitlin likes to shed a lot um, with, you know, with having long hair. So it actually saves us money so we don't have to like, keep on draining the drain. But it's it's really neat because it just sits, it's like flush with the with the tub and everything that goes down the drain just gets caught there and you don't have ever have the issue of having a clogged drain. So this is a good handle for people who have long hair or who right. share or people a who shower with people who have long hair. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Or people who happen to have a lot of hair. 
in general on their body, like Chris. <laughs> I think the length he of says the hair. It like, he is says what? it like he doesn't. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we actually have one of these too. Uh, oh, do you? Nice. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, Dana. It's one of the greatest things you ever bought, right? Uh, I mean, greatest is probably. <laughs> I don't know if greatest is the right idea, but it does. It does save a little bit of a hassle. Um, and by the way, baking soda, vinegar, and boiling water for your for your clogged drain problems. You'll Ooh, instead of Drano. Yeah, it, it's like a less corrosive, like home remedy, and it's cheaper. So, yep. so you just take all of that, close it in a two liter bottle and then run away. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, 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 you pack the, you pack the baking soda in first, then you add the vinegar and it goes. And then you, uh, and then you pour the boiling water over it and it flushes it all out. So it works pretty good. Oh, so little did I know we actually needed to grab the floor handle mug this week. <laughs> what, what is the what is the uh, what is the uh, science around the boiling hot water couldn't you just pour like normal water over it it's it's just i think it's just you know i i don't know it's what that's what the article said that i read <laughs> okay i uh, thought there was a trick to it as to why it had to be boiling hot water but i like the double-headed handle we got the one side how to prevent your dra- drains from getting clogged in the first place but then two is our backup when they're if they're already clogged what to do Yep, yep there you save. Go. and they're both money-saving handles, which are my favorite handles. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, in the future, when we have our Amazon link, you affiliate link, you guys can click on that and go buy a tub. Buy soda. your or, baking soda and vinegar off Amazon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Everything should be bought from our affiliate link. No big yes. deal, dude. I think if just the three of us used our affiliate link, <laughs> we would. We'd probably pay for a lot of. We stuff. would pay for like our own hosting fees. But speaking of our hosting fees, um, yeah, we do have a Patreon we decided to set up. Yes. Yes, we did. Um, So for those of you that are unfamiliar, Patreon is a service for people who do what we do, make podcasts, make art, uh, music, things of that nature. Content creators Uh, such as ourselves. Correct. Content creators that they can, you know, the listener, the fan base can go on and, you know, pitch a couple bucks a month uh to help these these poor poor panhandlers you know we panhandle for panhandle for food or podcast for food is what i meant to that's say. what we do with our normal mugs we have to hold them out there <laughs> right and try to collect change yeah but um we set one up because you know we've you know even though we're only six months old we've all sunk some money into this podcast already and uh we want to continue making it better so if you enjoy what we do and, you know, right now we have no perks, but we'll put some perks up there, whether it be special episodes or blooper reels or things of that nature. And, uh, you know, if you're if you're interested, by all means, do it. If not, that is 100 percent OK. We also understand that, you know, we, we don't want to if you're if you're living paycheck to paycheck or whatever, or if you just don't want to pay us money, that's fine. We like doing this. So, <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. We definitely love doing this. And I think based on how we see our initial reaction, if we see a lot of interest on Patreon, maybe we'll probably jump right away on top of creating bonus content for, for followers. Um, yeah, absolutely. We, we have some, again, peeking behind the curtain here. We have some good stuff that doesn't quite make it to all the episodes. Right. Um, and so and now we've been looking for an idea what to do with our, our bloopers, our outtakes. But mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some. There's some good stuff back there that you guys will eventually want to see. Um, so head on over to Patreon. We're gonna put a link in our show notes uh, that'll lead you right there too. Yeah, I think, and I think you know we would like to at, just to start. It would be nice if we could cover the microphones, that right? We, yeah, and uh, yep. and our hosting service for our podcast as well. Or go into the Great American Beer Festival. Yeah, yeah. I was like, sure if we should put that in the pod, but like definitely <laughs> an ambitious goal. Yeah, I mean, it, and and that's the thing about the Patreon, which is pretty nice. Is like, you know, we're not we're not like trying to get rich or anything. We just we want to be able to create better things, more fun things, and improve the quality of the podcast. And you know, I have a 15 month old who never stops eating, so it's kind of tough to sink my own money into it uh, continuously. I mean, I will. Wow, I love the, the I love but... the 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 guilt of I have a starving <laughs> child. You need to no, give no, no, me he's money. He's not starving. 
<laughs> he's just but if, constantly hungry. Big difference. He's not starving. He's just he hungry a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the kid's a machine. Uh, that's too funny. Uh, but yeah. And so with that, folks, thank you all for listening. Um, we'd like to thank the people today who provided the alcohol that we drank on the podcast. I'm going to thank Few for their rye whiskey. I'm going to thank uh, first hashtag friend of the pod sip on what l for sending me other halves cabbage and i want to thank boulder beer co for the spichimin double ipa for all those (laughs) 30 rock fans out there Uh, that was good uh please make sure that you go on to our social medias and follow us on instagram facebook twitter and untapped at uh, d-a-w-f podcast make sure you hashtag follow the email at d-a-w-f podcast at gmail.com let us know if you're on board with Obert calling pajamas pajama from now on. Or if <laughs> Unless still, there's two of them. And, or, or if you still want to ride the wave of calling them pajamas. Again, always shout out to James Vakovic Designs for the awesome design of our logo. And obviously, again, make sure that you're hitting up the Patreon. Uh, we'll get you guys some cool content following up from that, too. Anything else that you guys want to talk about? Yeah, so we have... a. Uh, well, I guess when you listen to this, we have like one more day to enter our Instagram contest. So uh, I'll be closing that out on Friday, which is what is that? Four. Oh, please. Four nineteen. Ah, damn it. Four nineteen tomorrow. <laughs> for those of you who listen on the day this gets released. Yeah, tomorrow's day. And uh, so if you haven't already, go on and enter. Uh, you can still get to the original post. Um, and we'll be picking a winner for that awesome lineup of. Montana beers, pretty cool. Yeah, some pretty good, good ones lineup. there. Yeah, I think um, I think Tud recently drank one of those. The, I did. Yeah, yesterday, right? I, I did. I drank a I drank a moose drool. What do you think? And I gotta say, Dude, I, like, I gotta say, it, it was a really out, solid beer. Closing out the episode here with a little little review. You liked it? Yeah, no, that, <laughs> no, that's fine. I I think it's one of the better brown ales that I've I've had. Um, you know, I generally stay away from brown ales because that is kind of find them plain but the moose drool was really good uh people definitely should try to check that out obviously go enter the contest that way you guys can try it out and it's going to come right to your door how can you go wrong there you don't have to leave you don't have to get up off your couch except for when the you you know the guy shows up to give you the box yeah it doesn't sound like any better of an idea and so with that my name's dud my name's chris and i'm obert and remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Yes, yeah, so I see you dug into the Montana beer box. I did. I did. I had a moose drool. Um, the other ones I left in the, in the fridge for now. But Are you getting ready to face your beers eventually? <laughs> I am, but we, we need to make sure that Chris has this. <laughs>